Oh. Oh. What? What? That's right. Let's go. Instinct has got the flow. What? What? Here we go. What's up, guys? It's me. Uh. Uh. What? guys what's up welcome to here we go <laughs> i haven't done that in a while i just wanted to do it one more time what is up you guys welcome to here we go that's right that's where you guys are here we go it's my in sync podcast where i talk about my favorite band of all time in sync that's right five guys you guys might know them justin Joey, Lance, Chris, JC, you guys know that who I'm talking about. Um, welcome, hello. If you're new, welcome. You've only got uh, 34 episodes to catch up on. If you uh, just, you know, if you just come in here for, you know, every once in a while, well, welcome back. If uh, you've been here this whole time, what's up? I appreciate you. Uh, my name is Peter Sirs. I am a 43-year-old uh, straight male, and I also love NSYNC. So that's basically what the gist of the podcast is, and we have a, uh, a very, 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 very special guest on the show today. It's me. I'm the guest. <laughs> I'm special as shit. Um, no, but today is, it's the 35th episode, you guys. We've done, this is, is going to be the 35th episode of this podcast and i'm going to be honest you guys anytime you you start a podcast it's kind of hit or miss man either people are going to listen or they don't do you know that like i don't know what the exact statistic is but i want to say that there's like 2 million podcasts out there and so that's a lot of time that's a lot of subjects that's a lot of talking and people listening and whatnot and i'll be honest you know if you're listening to this podcast instead of listening to any of the two million other podcasts i appreciate you and even if you're listening to some of the other podcasts it's okay um i appreciate that you're here you know i've you know i talk about it but i've gotten some some really great feedback from some of you guys uh just the fact that you guys listen and so forth um you know i love interacting with you guys i wish uh i wish that this podcast translated to ticket sales at my shows but it doesn't and that's okay um listening to me for you know a half hour to an hour every week is probably you know punishment enough so i guess why would you guys want to come see me but um you know, I'm always going to be on tour until I die, pretty much, I guess. I don't know, it's kind of a a dark way to start the podcast, but it's just true. I love comedy. I love performing, and I will go anywhere. I talk about it all the time. I will go anywhere. If they're paying me, I will go. And I've gone to a lot of places, and I will continue to go to places. So whether you're in the U.S. or, you know, Canada, those are two places that I definitely go to. 
um, or if you're international at some point you know I would love to get to the point where I have a big enough audience to go and perform overseas like that's like kind of the dream I'm watching uh, Gabriel Iglesias right now who's you know doing a European tour and it's just like fuck dude like to think to think about and and, and the same thing you know it, it's was going to lead me into my topic but you know it's always been really inspiring to me or cool or I don't even there's a million superlatives I can use for this but basically you know anytime I see a band or a musical artist overseas and they're you know singing their songs and then you know the crowd of you know tens of thousands of people are singing along to their song in a language that they don't even speak you know yeah obviously you know English is I don't think it's the number one language in the world anymore I want to say Chinese is the number one language now but English is like number two or something but like they speak English pretty much everywhere and I think part of the reason that Chinese is the number one language is because they're the biggest country so they have a lot of people speaking their language just in their own country you know um, I want to say like something like 3 billion people or something I want to say which is just insane if you think about the fact that the world has 7 billion people you know what's the population of China I'm, I'm sorry this is an sync podcast but we're going to look it up right now Jamie look that up for me <laughs> I always say that China population okay I lied it's almost uh wait fourteen huh the long term China population hold on population the current population is yeah okay one and a half billion I was wrong. Sorry, we're on dead time. I probably should have researched. Sometimes I don't know everything we're about to talk about. So they still, they have one and a half billion people. And, you know, like I said, the world has seven. So anyway, point being, it's just always fascinating to me. Like, you know, you go and you see these concert videos of bands like NSYNC that are going to other countries and performing. And, you know, like I said, the people are singing along with you know, lyrics that aren't even in, in the language they speak. And it's just, as an artist, which I am, obviously, um, that's really inspiring. You know, I always talk about how, you know, there's only really two things, but really one thing that can bring people together. And that that's music, you know. You know, I say sports too, but sports can also be divisive depending on what side you're on. But if you're going to a concert, you know, an NSYNC concert, a Justin Timberlake concert, a, you know, a Britney concert or some, you know what I mean? All the people are there to see that one person or that one group. And so, you know, whatever we come, whatever walks of life we come from, whether we're, you know, black, white, half Mexican, half Creole, that's what I am. Um, rich, poor, although if you're poor, you're probably not at the concert, but you know, some people are richer than others. Some people's definition of poor is different than another group of people. Some group of people's definition of rich is different than other people's. 
um, you know, you have different, you know, sexual orientations and just all that aside, you know, you have, you know, 20,000 people, 30,000, 40,000 people congregating into one spot to essentially worship this person, you know, or this group. And it's just, it's always just amazing to me. And so, like I said, I would love to perform overseas. You know, I, I'm seeing guys like, you know, uh, Kevin Hart and Gabriel Iglesias perform in Europe. So they're doing, not only are they, you know, it's one thing like, you know, music is very, uh, you know, you can kind of learn the words to a song, you know, in a different language, because if you listen to the song enough, you're like, okay, I can pick this out. Pick, we can pick out sounds, right? Even though we may not know what they're saying. Like, you know, I, I knew the words to La Bamba and, and, you know, I still know the words to La Bamba. And now that I think about it, ba -da -ba -da -la -bamba, to dance La Bamba. I think like it, it, you need you need to give a little thanks. Uh, I want to give thanks to my dad. Uh, he went fast. Like you know what I mean. Anyway, my my point is you, you can sing the. I mean I knew the words to La Bamba before. I definitely knew what they were saying, and you can learn the the lyrics to a song in a different language that you may not speak, but. To do stand-up in a different language is, you know, like for, like the fact that he's going into different, you know, these comics are going to different countries, and I guess they do understand English, but it's just like, it's it's pretty amazing to me. Anyway, um, but uh, no real, you know, in sync news this weekend, uh, although, you know, there was a, a video, uh, and I I might have it. I don't know. It might have just been on his stories, but uh, Chris Kirkpatrick at the Pop 2000 tour uh, this last weekend, performing with O Town and hold on, is it there? Oh yeah, here we go. I'll play it. This is Chris dancing with the guys from O-Town. And can I can I be honest with you guys? Can can I just can I just be honest? Um, I love Chris. Fucking love him. I actually owe him quite a bit of gratitude if I ever see you, Chris. I will tell you that, although I did see you and I didn't get a chance to say hi because you were in the VIP area and I was not. Um, I'm sure our, our paths will cross again maybe when I go to Nashville to perform. But um, my point is, is that uh, I don't know how I feel about O-Town doing Bye 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 and, you know, Chris doing it. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it. For me, you know, if it's like... If it's one of those things like like all the cool kids, for example, and it was like multiple guys in NSYNC, like two or three of them, or like at the wedding of Ryan Cabrera when, you know, three of them were there, like, that's okay. 
but for O-Town to, it's like, come on, dude, like, come on, I don't know, I don't know, dude, you guys can tell me how you feel about it, I don't like it, like, I think there's gotta be at least, at least two members of NSYNC for it to work, like, I don't know, man, because, I don't know, but, you know, for the fans there, I'm sure they love the fact that he did it, and, you know, it's, it's that nostalgia, like, I get all that, but I just, you know, I want the reunion, you guys, I want it so bad, I want it because these guys are not going to get any younger, and I'm not, you know, trying to throw shade or anything, but, you know, at this point, we're in our early 40s, mid 40s, you know, pretty soon to be late 40s, and then 50s, and I don't know if I want to see the five of them fucking trying to dance around in their 50s, you know, it's not like they're all going to continue, you know, getting into better shape, if you know what I mean, you know, and it's like, I just don't know, man, I don't know, I want it before it's too late, is that, is that too much, you know, I mean, I take good care of myself, but I can't speak for everybody, and dance moves look different when you're in really good shape versus when you're not in good shape, and that's all I'm going to say about that, okay, I love the guys, you know we want this reunion, we know we need this reunion, but doing, you know, like I said, if it's multiple guys, you know, like if, if it's, you know, a couple guys and there's a couple guys from another group and it's like they're all singing each other's songs, like, then it's a little bit different. Like I said, like all the cool kids and stuff like that, like then it's a little bit different. But if it's just one group and they, I don't know, man, I don't know. You guys, probably some of you guys probably disagree with me and that's okay. You know, we can agree to disagree. Um, I don't want to have any arguments about it. I'm just stating my opinion. This is my NSYNC podcast so I can talk about these things. Um. I wish I could go to one of these, though, just to kind of see, like, if it's if it's a good time or not or what. Like, I really don't know. But um, I'm really excited about this week because uh, this week is going to be uh, one of my, you know, I think I let it slip last week that my favorite NSYNC song um, was gone. And it is, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not making any news flashes by saying that my favorite song is gone. It just, there's just something about it, how it was very little, there's like a little guitar, but it's mainly just them acapella, and that's fucking, and the song was just like, at the time when it came out, you know, I was really pushing you know, toward my music career, and, you know, I wanted to do, you know, I wanted to do pop, but I also wanted it to be a little bit, you know, R&B and hip-hop-y, and then these guys start kind of doing that, and I'm like, fucking yes, dude, like, this is the sound that we want, so that everybody can, you know, just, and everyone can realize that this group is more than just a pop band, like, these guys are artists, and they're going to evolve and their music's going to evolve and you can't put them in that little cookie cutter pop, you know, genre anymore. Cause at this point now, you know, they're working with the fucking Neptunes, you know, they're working, they're bringing other producers. And so like this week we're going to be talking about girlfriend and as much as gone is my favorite song. This song is right fucking there. Like it's so close. Like this is, this is, Probably no, not probably. This is my number two all-time 
favorite NSYNC. I mean, they brought in the Neptunes, dude. Justin and Pharrell and Chad. They fucking brought it back. And so I guess, and 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 now with Justin, you know, selling his catalog, which includes some NSYNC songs, I'm assuming that that goes for this song too. So I guess I'm gonna make him some money. Or the new people that own this song, I'm gonna make some money when I play it in a second. But this to me was like, yo, these guys aren't pop anymore. As far as like releasing the single, because obviously on the album we already knew just by listening to the album, the sound was changing. But for the mainstream who maybe didn't know, maybe they didn't buy the album, you know, this is obviously in a period of time before iTunes, you know, before we could stream. I, I don't even think Napster was quite a thing yet. I, you could, I could be wrong on that, on the timeline of it. But, like, if you wanted music, you had to buy the CD or go to Tower Records uh, or Virgin Records and listen to the songs before you bought. That was what made those places so cool was it was the only place where you could actually listen to the songs before you bought the album. You know, because back in the day, you know, you'd buy an album because you liked one or two songs and you would hope that you liked the rest of the album, but a lot of times wasn't really the case. You know, a lot of fillers, but, you know, this is an album, another album where I was able to just fucking front to back, rock out, not skip any songs. But this one for me was the one that, like I said, you know, the mainstream got to hear this song and see the video, which for me was just, the video is filmed, you know, right near downtown LA near the 6th Street Bridge there's actually a scene in the video where they're racing on the 6th Street Bridge which is it's kind of an iconic bridge you know it kind of it it, it leads you into downtown LA but at night you know the view from the bridge and you can see downtown LA and I don't especially love downtown LA I mean there's you know there's like the Staples Center's there and whatever but I don't really hang out downtown LA, but I love the view of downtown LA. I'm more of like a Hollywood, you know, beach person when I'm home, you know, um, or Dodger Stadium even, which is outside of downtown LA as well. But the view is beautiful and it just, I have so much pride. I take so much pride in the city of LA because that's where I was born. It's where I was raised. It's where I lived my whole life. Um, and so whenever I see it in you know, TV shows and movies and whatnot. I'm like, oh, that's, 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 that's that. That's, that's this restaurant or that's this street, you know? And so to see it showcased uh, subtly, you know, cause it wasn't like they announced it as like downtown LA, but you know, I knew what it was and I'm sure people familiar with the area knew where it was. And so for me, it was just like so cool. And they kind of, you know, tapped into the culture, you know, it's a little, the video has them, you know, a little street race, which doesn't really have anything to do with the song except for the fact that they're all kind of boot up. <laughs> I can't believe I said boot up. I, I don't think I've ever actually used that phrase, but all the guys are kind of like, you know, with the girls that they want to make their quote unquote girlfriends in this video, also including Lance, which got to give my heart out to Lance, who, you know, was a trooper and just pretended for the sake of you know continuity and for not exposing himself because obviously he was still scared to come out you know so you know I'm sure that was hard but great acting Lance you know we bought it at the time uh, we love you we support you happy pride month buddy um, 
but I loved this video. Cause it, but, and fun, fun fact, so the 6th Street Bridge that's in this video that Justin's racing across at the end, um, it just got remodeled, and they're just about to reopen it in L.A., and it's a little bit more modern and new, and they're going to build this whole other thing around it, um, like a park and this arts area. So I'm actually very excited. That's going to be a few years down the line. So that area is going to look a lot different once they're done with what they're doing than it does in this video. So the video can kind of serve as a time capsule of sorts. But like I said, um, you know, they brought in the Neptunes for this one. And it's one of my all-time favorite sync songs. Just like the piano, everything about it, you know? Would you be my girlfriend? You're like, oh, what's this sound? What? Would you be my girlfriend? Yeah. What? I like you, right? What? You're like, yes, dude. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know why. Sorry, I won't mess it up for you guys. Even though I love this fucking song. He doesn't even know you're there. No, no. I love this fucking song. Okay, I love this song. I love this song. I love this song. I love this song. By the way, have I told you guys that I fucking love this song? Um. So, fun fact, you know, I got to make this a little bit about me because it's my fucking podcast. Um, even though I know that upsets some of the listeners, maybe they don't even listen anymore. And that's okay, too. Uh, the real ones will stay and appreciate how open I've been about this whole thing. So, um, now this song, when this song came out, I was in a relationship very happily with the girl that I've talked about on here before. She was an, a backstreet person. I was an in sync person. We kind of met in the middle and agreed that we both loved Britney. So um, I didn't, I couldn't relate to this song as it went at, as at the time that she and I were together because I was, you know, in love with her and whatnot, you know. So I don't have that memory. I, I just had the memory of this song coming out and me, like I say, pursuing um my career as an aspiring pop star at the time and you know i had just started it was right around the same time that i started dancing um and taking classes with wade robson who was on the other song we talked about last week um and uh the odd thing was that after she and i broke up so she and i broke up in 2003 she broke up with me sorry um, after that, there was a girl that I, I'll be honest, I was attracted to her when I was with the ex-girlfriend, but because I'm a good dude, um, I didn't act on those impulses, but once my ex and I were broken up, it was fucking game on, and so... This song reminds me of that girl. And the reason why I bring that up is because I remember I did a like a I did like a talent show. It wasn't like a talent show, it was more like a karaoke contest. And I sang this song and I won the fucking karaoke contest. What? Yeah, dude, I told you guys I used to be able to sing and I had bleached hair. And it really added to the, and I had like one of those like, uh, 
you guys remember like those like those those chain necklaces like uh they were like balls they were, it was like silver but they were like balls i don't even know what you called them but like everyone had them i had my lip pierced back then i had my tongue pierced i had the balls around my neck like <laughs> it was just a look dude but um this girl that i was taking a liking to she was super attractive she was like a model she's a couple years younger than me but like who cares she was i mean i i i would actually be really curious i've actually looked her up on the internet tried to just to see like how she looked um because she i mean at the time i thought she was like the hottest thing like i was totally fine after the heartbreak of my breakup to try to get with this girl because she was fucking gorgeous um, and we kind of hung out, you know, where there was a, a courting phase, but she was always like kind of talking to some dude. And back then it was like the dirt bikes and the tattoos and like all that whole thing. Do you know what I mean? But I remember for whatever reason, um, she, we were like going to hang out and I was like, well, I'm doing this karaoke contest tonight, you know? And she was like, Oh, I'll come. And I was like, really? Okay. And she came and got to see me sing this song and win the karaoke contest. You're like a big deal. Well, I won like $500. I won $500 and I won <laughs> what what at the time was a really fucking cool prize. Um, it was like a like a home stereo system with like it had at least 3 CDs in it, like, you know, like a multiple CD player. <laughs> it's oldly like I said this was like 2003. And I won it, and it was whatever. But I remember, anyway, she and I never actually uh, consummated our relationship. <laughs> but I wanted to. But anyway, so without further ado, let's go over the lyrics to Girlfriend. By the way, Kristen Hentges, if you're out there, um, I was in love with you back then. I'm curious to see what you look like now. If you're not as hot as you were, it's totally fine i'm in a relationship i'm just curious <laughs> um but yeah i had a huge crush on her we hung out a few times but we never like i don't know whatever anyway um but i wanted her to be my girlfriend so would you be my girlfriend would you be my girlfriend i mean obviously he's just he's literally asking would you be my girlfriend would you be my girlfriend you know i like you right but would you be my girlfriend? Listen. Now, every guy in the world. This is a, another friend zone song. But this is why. And I've talked about it on this podcast too. This is why guys. Be careful with your girl. Around another dude. Because there's a lot of dudes. Fucking spitting game at the girls. Trying to get them to break up with their dudes. And this is a perfect example. Even though I love this fucking song. Respect the relationship, man. You know. Speaking from someone who was devastated when his girlfriend cheated on him. And then had that girl proceed to date not one, but two of his friends. Like, there's fucking, there's millions, there's billions of other girls, dude. Like, fuck. Have some respect, man. I would never do that. I would never date anybody if they dated someone that i knew ever i will fuck i won't do it dude i don't care how hot you are i don't even care if you have that amber heard pussy dude I, I don't care and if you're wondering what's that that's pussy that's so good 
that you look past the fact that she's a fucking crazy psycho bitch. That's the, that's that's how good the pussy is. I've been in a relationship like that also. I'm not proud of it. It is what it is. Sorry for saying pussy. I don't know why you care. Why are you thinking about it, mama? <laughs> he doesn't even know you're there. And this is the, like, look, dude, your dude doesn't even care about you. I do. It's fucked up, but maybe her dude doesn't care about her. And you're just like, hey, man, why the fuck are you with this dude? You know? Because he don't love your eyes. And he don't love your smile. Now, this girl, Kristen Hentges, had fucking beautiful eyes. Like hazel beautiful smile like i mean like i said i'm curious to see what she looks like now but back then at this when peter was this age she was it dude this song was all about her for me and girl you know that ain't fair the middle of the night is he gonna stand by your side or is he gonna be by your side sorry Or will he run and hide? You don't know. Because things ain't clear. So it's like, you know, you think you're dating. But this guy's kind of out there fucking trying to keep his options open and whatnot. Like, come on. You know. Does a man even know you're alive? No. Baby, when you cry. Is he going to be by your side? Is he? Does a man even know you're alive? And that's like, it's like, basically like, yo, this guy doesn't give a fuck about you. Like, I'm telling you right now, this guy doesn't give a fuck about you. Doesn't even know you're alive. Like, why the fuck are you hung up on this dude when I'm here fucking singing you a song? You know, I got an idea. Why don't you be my girlfriend? I'll treat you good. I know you hear your friends when they say you should. Now, I don't know about this one. I don't know if I've ever uh, courted somebody where their friends were like, yeah, you should get with Peter. I don't know if that's actually been a thing. I can't, I'm trying to look back on it. I don't know if I've had that luxury. Normally, people respect the sanctity of uh, a sanctuary of, of of a relationship. So I don't know, man, but I need some friends like that. You know, some girlfriends that are like my wingmen, you know. Because <laughs> if you were my girlfriend, I'd be your shining star. The one to show you where you are. Girl, you should be my girlfriend. It's like, look, at I will fucking be everything you need me to be. Does he know what you feel? Take it, JC. Are you sure that it's real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, does he know that you have these feelings for him? Are you sure that like, you know, it's not just like, I mean, for me, it's just like, I think you like the idea of him, but like, I don't think he's actually given you what you need. Do you know what I mean? Does he ease your mind? Does he make you feel better, you know? Or does he break your stride? Is he just fucking not 
supporting you, knocking you down, like just not letting you flourish. Did you know that love could be a shield? Okay, so basically, like, this guy's not fucking let helping you grow and whatever. I can love you and protect you and let you have all those things. Right? The middle of the night. Is it going to be by your side? I fucking will. <laughs> or will he run and hide? You don't know? Because things ain't clear. I hate having that talk. Have you ever had to have like... Have you ever been in a relationship or not known you were in a... Like, you know, you're you're dating or whatever, but you just... And then you have to have like the talk like, where are we? What is this relationship? Where do we stand? I feel like it's usually the girl that initiates this relationship, but this conversation, I should say, but I've had to initiate it a couple of times. It's not only the girls that initiate it. You know, I feel like the person that's not sure is always the one that has to initiate the conversation. I mean, I remember one time this conversation came up and I was like, I mean, like, she's like, I, what are we doing? And I was just like, I mean, don't I like treat you like my girlfriend? And she's like, yeah. And like, don't you feel like my girlfriend? It's like, yeah. It's like, well, like, do I have to like say it? And she's like, well, I don't know. I just like, I mean, I just assumed that that's what we were. Like, I don't know. We, I had to have like an official, like, will you be my girlfriend? But I guess some people need it spelled out. <laughs> but, you know, I've had it to me where, like, maybe I wasn't quite ready, like, with my current girlfriend. Um, I, I thought she was a great girl. I was attracted to her. I've talked about it on here, I think. Um, you know, and I knew she was relationship. I knew she was a kind of, like, not like a serial dater, like that kind of. Re- I just thought, like, she was the type of girl that I would settle down with even though I wasn't ready to settle down. So I kind of didn't want to because I knew that, like, you know, I mean, like I said, I still wanted to be an asshole and hook up with other girls, and I wasn't quite ready, but then she brought it up, and she was like, you know, what? what what's the deal? So, um, so, yeah, I get it when things aren't clear. And, baby, when you cry, is it going to stand by your side? It's important to know, man. Does a man even know you're alive? Do you guys really, like, leave when a girl cries? I don't know if that's the case or not. I don't know about you guys, but in just about every relationship that I've been in, I'm sorry, I'm going to get a little adult here. Not that I haven't already been, like, a million times in this podcast, in this episode, anyway. Um, if I'm in a relationship and my girlfriend is cry- or, yeah, crying... Um, unless like I did something which is not I mean yeah it happens it's usually like an argument that leads to tears or whatever but like there's this there's this like visceral kind of reaction when I see her crying this is any relationship I've ever been in where like I just want to mend the situation and you know I feel bad that I've made them this upset but also like it makes me, like, really attracted to them. Like, almost like I want to... It makes me, like, 
like more like like it makes me want to have sex with them more which is weird because i have a very high sex drive anyway but um i don't know crying does it for me i don't know why i don't know if that makes me like some weird fucked up type of person i'm just being real with you guys um does a man even know you're alive i got an idea why don't you be my girlfriend i'll treat you good i know you hear your friends when they say you should fucking i know you do Baby, because if you were my girlfriend, I'd be your shining star. The one to show you where you are. Girl, you should be my girlfriend. I mean, it, it's basically saying it fucking right there, you know? It's, it's, it's in the song, you know? Like, I just, I don't know, man. Oh yeah. Uh. Um. Okay. So. This is like. This is honestly one of the best bridges. In any NSYNC song ever. I fucking love it. Ever since I saw your face. Nothing in my life. Has been the same. I've been there. Many times. (laughs) I walk around saying your name. Without you, my world would end. Yeah. So, this is when we go back to, like, obviously, it's poetry. It's it's beautifully written. But also, like, kind of stalkery. Because they're not together yet. And so, he's just like, without you, my world would end. You know what I mean? That's like, yo, dude, like, we're just friends right now. Like, your world would end, dude, relax. But it's one of those things where, you know, I've always talked about, I like to think I'm, even though I've had uh, some, I mean, what's a successful relationship? Is it a successful relationship one that, you know, lasts for a few years and then it's for some reason it ends? Or, like, can a, can a successful relationship come to an end? Or is it only successful if the relationship never ends? Because obviously, you know, 50% of marriages in the United States end in divorce. So it's like, I don't know, there's probably some great relationships that end in. Sometimes things just come to an end. Um, but I like to think I'm a, I'm a relationship expert, even though I've had my heart broken a million times. I do know the dynamics of relationship and, you know, I've gone through years of therapy and whatnot dealing with, you know trauma that I've been through and childhood trauma and just all that stuff um, but I like to think I'm pretty good at a relationship and you know it's always one of like my point was is like in the early phases of a relationship you either like the person or don't like the person and so if you like the person then anything that they do good or bad you're just gonna be like oh like like for example this, this can be girl or guys, right? You go on a date with somebody and it you think it goes really, really well and you just, you, you can't, you know, you can't stop thinking about this person, you know, like, you know, like he says in the song, that I walk around just saying your name. Um, so, let's say I go out with a girl, right? And I, like I said, date goes well, so I think, um, 
Maybe she thinks so too. I text her, you know, a couple hours after the date. Had a great time. You know, hope you, hope you sleep well. Just like, had a great time. Can't wait to see you again. Or just something like that, right? Now, if the girl likes me, she's like, oh my God. Telling her friends, like, we went on a date and he texted me like an hour later and was like, ah, can't wait to see you again. But on the flip side, if they don't like you and you send that follow-up text an hour later, oh my God, you know, had a great time. Can't wait to see you again. She's like, I can't, this fucking guy, like, I just went out with him and he already texted me. Like, it's so annoying. You know, so it, it's really the perception of whether or not you're into the person or not. Whether you're into the person will dictate the kind of shit that you put up with, you know? Um, I've searched around this whole damn place and everything says you were meant to be. My girlfriend. Oh. Been there too, man. Like I said, when I met my girl, I knew she was the type to settle down with. I just wasn't ready. So I tried to avoid it, but kind of like knew that 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 was going to happen. And here we are. Seven years later, why don't you be my girlfriend? I'll treat you good. I know you hear your friends when they say you should. Because if you were my girlfriend, I'd be your shining star. The one to show you where you are. Girl, you should be. Girl, you should be my girlfriend. 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 (laughs) Sorry, I just had to switch it up. Girl, you should be my girlfriend. My girlfriend. Ugh. What am I all time? Like I said, top three. Top two. In sync songs of all time. Fucking love it. Um love it i don't know i have such a crazy travel schedule over the next few weeks so i i want to have guests on i just just the time like i want to keep putting these podcasts out and i'm afraid that if i schedule guests and they flake and then it messes up my recording schedule and also i'm staying in a place right now that has really shitty internet and i'm afraid that if i do so anyway i'm probably not going to have a guest for a couple weeks so i'm just warning you now if you like it when i have guests Maybe don't listen to the next couple. I would like to, but I just don't know if it's going to work out with my schedule, the internet, and everything. But that being said, I appreciate every single one of you guys who listens to this. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, and I know some of you guys are, I get the metrics. Just do me a favor and listen to this podcast, or not listen to it, rate the podcast. Leave a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me. Um, I really, I would really appreciate it. It helps me in the algorithm. I want people to keep uh, discovering this podcast like our friend in Germany. Um, so anyway, also come see me perform if you guys are anywhere near me. I'm performing in Oklahoma City this weekend, Wednesday through Saturday at the Looney Bin Comedy Club. And next week I'll be in Wichita, Kansas at the Looney Bin Comedy Club there. Yep, it's a chain. 
Um, so that'll be Thursday through Saturday, July 7th through 9th. So if you're in any of those areas, come check me out. If you're not, that's okay too. I appreciate you guys listening. This has been Here We Go, and I will talk to you guys next time. Have a good week, guys.